When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Title track of the Beatles' Let It Be album, last studio recorded album they made. Paul McCartney wrote that song based on a dream he had while they were recording what is often referred to as the White Album. And all of the stress and, and conflict that sort of was, was fermenting among, amongst the group at the time. His mother, who had died when he was 14 from cancer, came to him in a dream. And for her, for her she would tell him, let it be and all will be well. Let it be. Just don't bother it, don't rock the boat, just get through it, just do it. All will be well. Sometimes good words for us to just let things go and sort of just hang on. Troubles will pass. We've all had times in our lives when that is good advice, period. But it's also those words in that song... Mother Mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom. Let it be. Today we also have a story of Mary who says those exact words. Let it be. But it's a far cry different. What would it be like if God at the beginning when humans messed things up. Humans want to be, or want to put themselves, insert themselves in God's position. And God says, oh, let it be. I'm not going to do it. Just, all right. And God just steps back. We'll all be well. The pretty much story of humanity without God's intervention is one of a continued downward spiral. We go from the fall to murder, or, or to, to uh, fratricide, to murder, to just constant, constant falling apart. What would we do today if we just let it be to the things that are going on to ISIS, to all of the, all of the discussions about racism, just oh, let it be, it'll be okay. To all, of our, to all of the ways that we just line up on Black Friday to 
get as much as we can for as little as we can. We just run into rampant commercialism, consumerism, just grab it, grab it, grab it, hoard, 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 get it, get it, get it, get it. Do we just let it be? We'll all be well. Our existence is not one, first and foremost, of letting it be as people of faith. Precisely because God refused to let it be. When humanity steps up and messes up, tries to take over things, well, there is this notion that God has created the world, set everything in motion, and then stepped back. And we are simply walking along our paths uh, as God intended us to do. Everything determined from the beginning by fate. In a sense, that's a way of God letting it be, if that's the case. But that is not the consistent message that we have. That God is one who has refused to let it be, and that even when we have messed up, God continues to be in our midst, continues to come to us. God raises up a people through Abraham and Sarah. And from that people puts forward um, a notion of what it means for God to be present and for a God who comes into not the biggest and the most powerful places but goes to the weak and the lowly, the old and the barren and works a redemption for the world of all of its brokenness through that. It's not the big and powerful uh, halls that, that God appears. God tells David, I'm not worried about a big and fancy house. Instead, I'm fine in a tent and a tabernacle. It's the, it's the people of Israel who are always pushing. Hey, God... Great, you've given us judges, but you know what we need? We want a king. God says, do you really want a king? You don't really want a king. Look at the Gentiles. They have kings and it's just lorded over them. And they're miserable. No, we want a king. We want a king. We want to be like everyone else. Fine, here's a king. He's a madman. Look at David. He's an adulterer. Get his son, Solomon. Wise, sure. And he builds a temple, but after him, everything falls apart. Too much. And yet God doesn't throw up his hands. God tells David, even when he wants what God doesn't want to give him, trust me, your line will live on forever. I will establish your, my reign through your line always. And the people fracture and they divide into two kingdoms. And God continues to be present, sends prophets to call them back to him, to call them back to faithfulness. God refuses to let it be. Until that fateful day when Gabriel goes to Mary. And 
Gabriel says to her, you will conceive and bear a son. God does not come down from the heavens, ripping them open in splendor and majesty and glory and honor, and yet comes now not to the old and barren, but to the young and virgin Mary. And says, through you, I will establish my reign. And so Mary's words, let it be, are not words of, fine, I'll just let it go and it will wash over and everything will be well. But her words, let it be. One, our words, it's what every prayer we end with, amen, means, let it be. Their affirmation and they are an ascent, an opening up and a trust of God's message and the proclamation of this one who is promised. Let it be with me according to your word. Let it be. In the presence of confusing and conflicted times, she opens up to God's activity. Let it be. And we are gifted with Jesus who opens up a new reality for us. A reality in which we may glimpse the kingdom as it is coming. He is, in fact, the kingdom walking about for us. He is the tabernacle in flesh. He is the one that is promised, and he is God's refusal to just let it be. Through Jesus, God has promised the redemption of all the world, a healing and a wholeness to end brokenness, to heal the relationships that we have ruptured through our desire to be God. And it opens up for us a way of seeing and doing that we too may say those words with Mary, let it be. That we might participate in that kingdom. Right? The small catechism says that when we pray, Thy kingdom come, we go, Luther writes, right? God's kingdom's going to come no matter what. But we pray that that kingdom might come in and through us. And so we might share Mary's words. When we hear the proclamation of the gospel, when we see the proclamation of the gospel, when, thing, when broken things are made whole, when we know through, the, through our baptism we are invited into that same work, we too might say, let it be that response to that amazing work that God is doing when God refuses to just let us off on our own devices. And so God never lets us go. We still have with us Christ present to us, coming to us and for us to bring about our redemption 
And now we are at this edge of Advent. I know we're all looking to Christmas at this point. It's only four days away, right? I'm sure Pastor Jim would like a couple more in between now and then, right? But we stand on this other edge, not just of the celebration of Christmas, but we really do stand on the edge of the kingdom. That the proclamation of Christ's birth remains as clear and as just powerful for us that this one who comes, right, will be our king and will establish this kingdom that we might know the end of all of the things that keep us apart one from another, that keep us apart from God. And it does start with let it be. When Mary says let it be, may her gracious response be ours as well. Thanks be to God. Amen.